0: Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Rebecca McCabe. You may recognize me from the ERP Minute every week. And I am here with Sean Wendell, ERP Advisors Group's founder and managing principal. Hi, Sean. How are you today?
1: Good, good. How are you?
0: I am great. Thank great. you for asking. Um, Sean and I had the privilege of going to the Infor Now conference in New Orleans, Louisiana last week, and we thought it would be great for to just sit down and kind of go over some of the things that we saw. I think Infor's really setting themselves up to do some great things in the coming months, years, and mm-hmm. so it's really important for us to summarize some of that. So, Sean, can you please give us a quick overview of some of the things you saw at the conference?
1: Sure. Yeah, I think the uh, the In for now conference, um, it was good. It was definitely good that we were able to be there. And as you know, we go to several vendor conferences every year, and it's an opportunity for us to learn right from the developers, product strategists, even from the executive teams, what's happening. And, and the, the vision and the viewpoint, I would say, is more focused on sort of today, but also what is the vision for the future. And when we're doing projects, which we do a lot of selections, as you know, we do get more into the nuts and bolts of things, but it was great to step back and really look at sort of where is um, InForce specifically on the tech platform going. And I think overall, <clears throat> I was, I was um, what's the right word to say? Um, not, not opportunistic, because I think I knew a lot of what was happening, but... Um, I guess um, I was really – I was glad. I was glad to see what Infor is doing. I think that's the easiest way to say it because if you look at Infor as an organization, um, as you know, they've acquired a lot of apps over the years, years and years ago, right? Sort of brought them all together. Then there was a major effort to invest in the user experience and in other sort of common technology components Mm -hmm. But I think the overall theme that we're going to talk about a lot here is this, like, kind of platform for the future, yeah. and and how do we, how do they really take the apps, which have just a phenomenal customer base on them, just a lot of great companies really around the world, um, manufacturers, distributors, others that are very stable businesses that are running these products, but how do we go from that to? kind of next generation RPA, robotic process automation, machine learning, artificial intelligence. Like we talk a lot about that, but there's real value in doing those mm-hmm. technologies. And and for the, say, SMB, maybe a more um, legacy-based approach that some of the customers with N4 have, those concepts are just cliche mm-hmm. words that we talk about. But but I think with what I saw that I think Enfor is really pulling together a real solution, a platform solution, to really get their customers to be able to leverage some of these tools that otherwise they would not even think that they would have access to or the ability to, uh, to utilize.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think a big theme across the overall conference was that technology process people, which I mean is something we really focus mm-hmm. on and something we really care about. So it was nice to see the vendor kind of honing in on, yeah, we want to make sure the people are in the right place. They know how to utilize it. They can connect it to the process and that the technology is in place for them to actually succeed. Exactly. And so that was a great thing to see. And speaking of, you kind of talked about this. They made the announcement that they have their own in, in-house RPA now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how do you think these new innovations like the RPA and their augmented intelligence suite, which they really focused on this week, are going to impact and help clients?
1: Um it's it's really It's really interesting because it's so easy for me as an ERP guy to just say, oh, you know, augmented reality is going to be great for the warehouse because you can see data when you actually see the physical product. You can make better decisions in real time and blah, 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 blah. blah. There's all that blah, 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 blah stuff. But what I really think about are my clients, our clients, frankly, that run on Infor products today, right? Or on our prospective folks that are talking to us that are on Infor products. How are they really going to leverage these more, next generation technologies and I think it's on a gradient mm-hmm. I think it evolves over time but when you hear some of the case studies of companies that are using these tools right as sort of alpha customers you know there's alpha then there's beta then there's general availability mm-hmm. um, some of the alpha customers some of the wins they're having are are, are really they're 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 fundamental. Mm-hmm. There, I wouldn't say astronomical, but I would say fundamental. Yeah, and they're going to change their business on a gradient, which I really think is the only way that the infor customer base will take change mm-hmm. is on a gradient. There's not going to be some big revolutionary thing, you know. I think you just covered recently with with SAP, for instance, mm-hmm. going to their jewel platform for AI. Yes, right. Their jewel assistant. Yes. So mm-hmm. so you know, a larger customer that's on a larger ERP, they probably have people specific to that ERP And there's a team of people that are like, "Uh, I kind of have to justify my job. Here's this cool piece of technology. Let's use it. Eh, It's going to benefit the business, right? Okay, that's fine. But a lot of N 4 customers, a lot of customers we service, they don't have a big IT department, right? And and those folks aren't necessarily thinking with, wow, I want to risk my job by doing some kind of cool, sexy project with MLAI. Right. They're not. But the business people, they hear the people in the business and they themselves think, how do we become more efficient? Like for real, no kidding. How do Mm -hmm. we across multiple plants bring together bills of lading so that drivers can sign electronically in one place and we can scan the signature, stick it in the system, you know, notify the right people and invoicing it's time to invoice or whatever the business process case is. Mm I mean, these are problems that I was talking about at J.D. Edwards in 2000, right? I mean, that was a long time ago now. God, that was a long time ago. Ooh, I keep doing this to myself, Rebecca. I keep making myself old. You guys... You keep, it's good. Thank you for being here and not being like, go to the retirement community, buddy, the ERP Uh, retirement community. No, I'm just We need all your knowledge. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Phew. That's good. That's funny. I'm blushing a little, but um, I have this big birthday next year, so Mm. I'm preparing for that. So anyway, I'm getting my grave site ready. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm totally getting (laughs) off subject, but... But uh, it is kind of true that these these business problems are the same problems we've been talking about yeah. for years and years and years and years. But the cool thing with, again, what I saw with Infor is they're making the tool set available to their mm-hmm. customers. Now, are their customers going to know what to do with it and are going to have time to use it, et cetera, et cetera? Not right away. Like I said, not revolutionary, but evolutionary. They come to a conference. They hear a customer. And they're like, oh, that's what that stuff does. Well, I want that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they got a little extra time. They're doing a little better. They got a little extra profit, a little bit of extra cash. I know cash is tight right now, but folks are sitting on a lot of cash though, right? Yeah. And the other thing I will tell you on my rant <laughs> is I'm really excited for the Infor partners. Mm. Because yes. in our experience, I would say the Infor partners tend to be more apps-driven, but they've also been doing it for a long time, and they're yeah. really good people. They're really – I mean, some of the best partners I've worked with are, frankly, in the Infor channel. Mm. I can think of four of them right now. We've had a lot of successes with. And as those partners understand the toolkits and and the the business scenarios that the tools can solve that the apps don't, and they invest in those solutions and get up to speed and more people, that's where I think you start to see this revolutionary change for the N4 customer, it's Mm -hmm. probably going to be driven more from the partner channel, from the partnership than even, you know, the mothership manufacturer, software manufacturer. They got to build it, right? But it really is those partners who will take it and go. So I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I would say we saw a lot of that. We were able to interact with a lot of the partners and some of the really cool things that they're doing. Just frankly, cool is probably the best word. Like the way that they're going to be able to advance – just those processes and make things a lot easier for clients. It's it's really neat. We're just, you say this all the time, like these next few years of ERP are going to make the last 50 look like nothing. Yeah. And I mean, technology is advancing so fast and AI has been part of ERP for so many years.
1: Well, then you have the data side too, that we talked to them about as oh, well. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get into that.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. That was something that we saw a lot of and I, want to, I definitely want to touch on that because I think that's the direction that they're going. They talked about having that core ERP in place, but now how can they help customers really harness their data and take those insights to do something with it instead of just having it? And so do you want to touch on that a little bit, what yeah. you got from that?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, and definitely jump in here too. Mm-hmm. I think you did a, a great job of understanding the strategy course I kind of walked into a, a funny situation um where you know n4 does have some changes happening with its its management team in terms of uh, folks coming in from Amazon so I happened to ask somebody um so what's going on with Amazon right and he said oh well I'm from Amazon so I was like oh boy here we go yeah foot in mouth but but it was it was a great mm-hmm. conversation phenomenal conversation really because it's one thing to sort of, you have a great customer base, right? This is another mm-hmm. vendor this reminds me of, but great customer base. And then you buy a bunch of technology. Mm-hmm or you build technology solutions, right? Um, a few of them, and then you market the heck out of it. Oh, here's all the wonderful things you can do. And, you know, Gartner, we, we should be hiring the magic cogent for a visionary because of all the tools and blah, 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 right? And then nobody really does anything. They just buy the apps, exactly. right? I think that's why this this sort of pitch from Amazon is super interesting. They mm-hmm. of course are working with AWS for as the hyperscaler for all the apps that are in the cloud. They sit in AWS, mm-hmm. but you know, the hyperscalers um, like, like Microsoft Azure and others, there's a whole toolkit that comes with the ability to have your apps in the cloud. There's yeah. a lot of tools, like a whole lot of tools. And, you know, on these industry calls that I have with other enterprise software um consultants who uh, basically have investment bankers that ask questions and stuff, right? And they make gazillions of dollars on that. You know, we don't invest in any technology. Like I don't have like even our, um, I have to check the 401k, but we have mutual funds in the 401k, -hmm. but we don't invest in any software company. And that's important. That's Mm -hmm. really important to know that. But what I'm trying to get to is I always say it's the hyperscalers, the data centers who win. Yes, Regardless of the app, Everybody's creating more data. Now, what are they doing about the data? Well, Amazon, AWS talking about some of the tool set that they have. And then matching that with Infor's tools, um, it's just really cool. Like like it's really – that's where the revolutionary change can happen because the more the technology platform can leverage the data set, that's what everybody wants in the first place, right? That's what everybody buys ERP for. It's not – I want to go buy an ERP. No, it's just talking to a client this morning. Like, no, we want to be able to bring in more. They're a, a contract manufacturer. Mm-hmm. We want to be, bring in more um, consumer goods, lotions and potions, and all of the FDA validation and all the security and, or, uh, excuse me, safety and quality. I mean, my mind starts to go a little like, oh, when I think of all this stuff, right? And I'm like the ERP guy. But like all of this data is there by all of these different customers. And if they can look across those platforms and understand the ingredients and the recipes that lead mm-hmm. more towards more efficient formulations. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's so many things that an organization can do with that data, but the reality is it does require a lot of tools that can sort of do, you know, 60, 70, 80% of the processing give the rest of that to somebody who can say oh yeah you know that that formula or that that white um, food color that we use or coloration for this toothpaste, you know, versus this one for the lotion, this one for the lotion actually works better at these temperatures, we should just use it over there. I mean, that seems obvious mm-hmm. when you say it like that. But when you have that much data, you can really make those kinds of decisions. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably why you like ERP. That's why yeah. I like it is because a it could really help people to make better decisions mm-hmm. here. But with those tools, we can actually start to do that. And it totally makes sense to go all the way down to the the data layer that sits at AWS to do that. And I think M4s, I think they're committed to that. And I didn't know that before. I don't think we had that understanding. No. And now we do. What do no. you think?
0: Oh, I definitely think I got a lot out of the conference. And I think both of us going and learning some of these things, you know, you hear all about it. And I check the news every week. I see what they're doing. But it's so important to also get down to the core of like, why what they're doing matters and That's getting right. down to the core of like that aws platform kind of what they're going to be leveraging and those kind of things was so interesting to me and just talking about this is a problem across all kinds of companies and you don't really think about it specifically until you're sitting there and they're kind of talking about like what is the roi what are you getting out of this like we're telling you all of these awesome things like you can automate this and you can apply mm-hmm. ai and it's going to throw all these things to you but yeah what does that mean from <laughs> the bottom line like, right. what am I going to get out of that? And investing all this technology, and instead of just throwing around buzzwords, and they brought up a lot about data scientists are hard to find, mm. and they're not something that lots of companies can invest in. Mm-hmm. They're not as they're not available to everybody, especially like the SMBs. Lots mm-hmm. of the companies that we work with, they're expensive. Yeah, and so how can technology come in and replace that role that was traditionally? Like you needed people, I heard someone say at the conference, you need people with PhDs in math to really sit down and do that stuff for you. And so how is technology going to step in and make it so that this stuff is more accessible to companies across all sizes and all locations? And I think inforce really focused on driving that value.
1: I think you're right. Yeah. And and, and I think at the end of the day, um, they need to be. Yes. And and I, I, you know, I get kind of nostalgic I'm totally getting into this like whatever image. Um, but it is true that we are all in place to really help these companies mm-hmm. um, to be able to perform better. I still don't think people lose their jobs or, you know, like, oh, now we can let go of a gazillion people because of the bots or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, that maybe that's way off in the future, but not yet. But I do think that um, just like you said, seeing, seeing the vision – um, even from uh, you know the executive team down to um, talking to some of the architects in some of the sessions of what's really happening, mm-hmm. um, I think if I was an N4 customer, um, I would definitely pay more attention than I normally would to this tech stack discussion. Yes. Because it's real easy when your ERP is just fine to just kind of keep bebopping along and not worry about it. But I think there's going to be some opportunities that an existing N4 customer should be aware of. And I think for organizations, companies that are looking at switching, um, the tech stack may have been something that didn't perform as well against other competitors for Infor. We're in a deal right now where um, we have a very savvy CIO. It's a big distribution business. And they've been on a product for a long time. And he does not want to get stuck with an app that um, will prevent them from growing in certain ways, mm-hmm. including the, the tech stack. So um, we're sort of leaning towards one direction. But I think after the conference, we do have to sort of take a look at, you know, what does this really mean now for, you know, a customer on a you know, cloud suite distribution enterprise, you know, bigger ERP, not SAP, but, but still bigger, um, and now we have all these tech tools that kind of come with the app, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not like they're separate or whatever. Now there's probably different people that are different subject matter experts mm-hmm. that would help you implement it, but it's sort of like, oh, huh, interesting because the other thing that, that, like we said here is in is apps. They have deep functionality. They've Maybe. been around for a long time. So the other thousands of customers have sort of worked through some of these issues that the app provides at. Now, as usual, we're independent, we're objective, we love to talk about um, the good things that we see in vendors for sure. I think there were so many good things that I'm glad we were able to do this because I think it's important for people that are considering Infor or especially customers who are on Infor to really understand what they're going to get because you might not see that Mm -hmm. in a news release or when you're talking to an account exec. So hopefully that's helpful.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think from a marketing perspective, we kind of talked about this this last week. Like that's really where Infor is going to get most of their value and be able to communicate that is how they are able to talk about their products and the value that they're able to bring. And I think if they're able to do that, they're going to see more interest from the, even their existing customers about what they can turn on and just flip a switch and have in the app since they do have um, pretty deep iPass functionality in all of those apps in one place. Yep. Is there anything that you would like to add? before we close this out, Sean?
1: Um, yeah, I think um, uh, the interesting thing about that conference was it was actually pretty small, mm-hmm. um, which was helpful because we had a lot more exposure, I think, which was good to lots of different kinds of people. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, we evaluate Infor on most of our deals as well as the other prevalent vendors mm-hmm. for sure. But it helps us now to see where the tech stack fits in Um, whereas before we, we probably wouldn't have put as much, um, emphasis on the tech differentiation with Infor, and we're going to do that going forward. I think our customers, they deserve that. They should know that.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Sean, for being here today. And thank you everyone who has joined us. We always appreciate you tuning in and learning more. Um, Do expect more of this content from us as Sean and I continue to go to many different conferences and get more information for you on these vendors. Super excited. We're seeing a lot of great stuff from everybody. So thank you again for joining us and I hope everyone has a great day.